Welcome back. This is episode two of my podcast. I am Nicholas Twight, and I apologize in advance. There were some complaints about the fan in the background, and I've got a bunch of stuff going on. I uh, can't really fix it. Uh, I tried minimizing the sound, so I hope that helps out with the uh, the podcast. I want to start off by saying thank you to everybody who tuned in to episode one. I got a lot of good feedback. A lot of people came and talked to me, and I had good conversations with some of you, and it was really nice to have that connection um, with a lot of people that are in my life and to have conversations about what's going on in the world. And I'm glad to hear a lot of people feel the same, because before I did not feel that that was the case. So we're going to get started today um, with something a little different from the violence that's been going on this week. We're going to talk about the current presidential campaign. It's only a matter of time before I talk about this. If you know me, you know that I don't shy away from talking about this. President's presidential race is a huge thing that I think about. So, for those of you who somehow don't know, the anticipated nominees are Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. Trump for the Republicans, Clinton for the Democrats. Um, and I'm going to give you a highlight of the current polls. Most polls have Hillary Clinton leading. Um, average at a spread of four and a half. Some are as big as 11. Um, some have Trump winning by like two or three. Trump right now has the majority of the states with around 20 states. Uh, Clinton has around 13 states, but she does have more electoral votes. Uh, if you don't know how that works, just Google it. I'm not going to explain it to you. Um, but there are there are a lot of states undecided, and swing states too, like Florida is a huge one that's still undecided, so that can very well change. Now, one thing, ever since Donald Trump has announced his campaign, one per one thing that everybody has said at least once, I think, is, oh, he's not going to win. Oh, Donald Trump isn't going to go far. Oh, Donald Trump, that's a joke. Now he's a nominee. And I want to provide... A, how can Donald Trump win? Recently, the leader of Mexico came out and said that they uh, will not pay for the wall that Mr. Trump wants to put up and have Mexico pay for. So that is a huge hit to his plan. And that falls under this theme that GOPs and Republicans are afraid of, that Donald Trump cannot provide on his promises. He's made a lot of promises. And people in his own party, Republican Party, feel that it is a risk to elect him because they don't know that he can actually get stuff done. And that's where he needs a vice president to help. He really needs to pick his vice president wisely because they can do a lot of good for him. One thing that they can do for him is gain Republican support. Donald Trump right now, as of this podcast, is slightly leading with independent voters, but he's not getting as much love from the Republicans as Hillary is from the Democrats. So if he chooses his vice president wisely, that will encourage some more of those Republicans to come to his side, then he can start seeing those polls from the Republican voters change, and that might also change the outcome of the general election. A second thing that the vice president can do is provide a way for Donald Trump to get things done. And this is kind of an like an aftermath of getting Republican supporters. If he can find a vice president who can help him out 
in getting stuff done and convince people within the Republican Party that he can get stuff done because of this person backing him, then that will help him largely. Now, I talked to a lot of people about this campaign and I asked them, who are you going to vote for? Simple question. Usually sparks good conversation. And one reply that really hits me in a negative direction, and it's one of my pet peeves, is, oh, I'm not voting. Now, in the past, people have used excuses like, oh, I just don't pay enough attention. Or, oh, I never really vote. Which, okay, that's just people being lazy and dumb. But this year I hear the excuse, both nominees are bad. And to that I say, you must elect, we must elect, we must vote for the person who we think is not as bad. And here's why. I am not afraid to say that I despise Trump. I pretty much despise Republicans as a party. I don't like anything of what they stand for. Um, but if you look at a lot of people, they say, okay... Trump, he's got all these bad things going, but then you got this Hillary thing with the emails, and she's not exactly that great, so I'm not really going to vote for either of them. Why not? If you don't vote for the lesser of two evils, then the greater of those two evils might take power. And from where I'm sitting, my point of view, my very liberal point of view, I think that we can't let Donald Trump get elected. We just can't. He doesn't know how the political system works. He wants to do things that he's not going to be able to do. For example, the wall. Or deporting all the immigrant, the illegal, illegal immigrants. All these things that are unrealistic for him to get done. And he has said some things in the past that suggest that he has racist tendencies. I'm not going to call him racist. I do not know the man, but he has said things within interviews that make him seem like he commonly degrades other races. And that could be a campaign stunt. Who knows? But I don't want to have someone get elected who shows potential for racism and have him carry that potential for racism over into his office occupancy, and then that affects the nation in a negative way. We already have all these protests and shootings going on that are racist to the core. We don't need a president who is split between the American people, whether he's a racist or not. And a reason that people aren't going to be voting for Hillary uh, is because of this email scandal, which, by the way, has been announced recently that they will not be prosecuting her or putting her on trial for any of that, which is going back to the vice president thing. If Donald Trump can find a vice president who can prosecute Clinton in the media and in the campaign that convinces the American people that she isn't trustworthy, then that can give an edge for Donald Trump to win. And I would love if you want to have a conversation with me about the presidential campaign go ahead, talk to me, hit me up, Facebook, whatever, and be like, hey, 
what do you think about this person's so-and-so policy? What do you think is our best option to fix the economy? What do you think this and such? And I will definitely have a conversation with you. This is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's not something that can get out of hand necessarily. You know, you talk about race or you talk about LGBTQ rights or you talk about abortion or you talk about, you know, gun laws, all this stuff, and people can get edgy. The presidential, it's... You know, I've I've never really gotten into, like, a, a heated fight with somebody over this. It's mostly free discussions, and that's what I like. Now, I just want to give a quick news report on something that happened in Michigan. So there was another shooting, if you didn't hear, from my last podcast. Uh, it was in a, uh, a courthouse, this time in Michigan. Two bailiffs were shot, and the shooter was also shot dead, those three were killed um, in Michigan and a deputy and a civilian were also shot but they are luckily alive um, with non-life-threatening injuries and they are being treated at a local hospital and they're stable they have secured the courthouse which is good news Um, things that we don't know however are the intent of the shooter why he went to this courthouse and killed the two bailiffs Um, we don't really understand anything about this. Uh, We know that the shooting happened, these people are dead, and that the shooter's dead. And it's really unfortunate when we get these things because we really, you know, we don't know why it happened. And it just disgusts me. And this leads into a segue of ending violence. There are a lot of criticizers of gun laws. You know, they talk about Second Amendment. But here's what I think. The Second Amendment was integrated in a different time than we are now. And nowadays, I feel like violence is more common because our culture has evolved into a violent culture. We have these subtle things within our country that influences kids and young adults to be violent. For example, video games, movies, toys, you know, comic books, these things. And I'm not saying take it away. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, we need to, we're not going to go North Korea, okay? I'm not going to, no, no. I love movies. I love playing video games. I love reading, reading comic books. And I sure as hell love having a Nerf war. You know what I mean? But if we are going to have this sort of influence at younger ages in our country, we have to make sure that we are prepared for the outcome of that. And that's fixing our gun laws. Those gun laws are outdated. A lot of our laws are outdated. The world around us is constantly evolving. Technology is surfacing. You know, different issues are arriving. You know how many laws we've had to change and innovate because of the modern day gender quo, I guess you could say. You know, people identifying with this, changing to this, whatever. Nothing wrong with that. I'm all for that. But it has forced us to innovate laws. And I think that we are not looking at violence that way. We should be looking at violence and saying, hey, we need to innovate laws. 
And that goes to the politicians, who right now aren't doing a whole lot. Most of them are just standing up on their platform using all of this as political leverage to push agendas. And you know what? That's common in politics. That's fine to get up and say, this is wrong, we need to do something about it. But when you don't do something about it, that becomes the problem. And that's why we really need to get into this presidential campaign and into these, even these Senate elections. There's Senate elections going on. Does anybody know about that? No, there's also governor elections going on. Do you even know who's running for governor in your state? I know one. Actually, I don't even know if he's running. Jay Inslee? I, I have no idea. We need to get involved with this type of stuff. Even me, I'm, a, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not pure. I'd, it's not like I... I mean, I put forth more effort to learn about this stuff. But I, don't, I feel like I don't put enough through either. And we all need to sit down and take the time and really think about our future. Because we're living in this kind of me, 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 now, now, now. And we, I'm talking about the millennials, our generation. Um, and I don't want to say this is all people. Of course there are people who care. But the majority of us, I feel like, and maybe I'm getting a wrong feeling, whatever. I kind of saw a turn of that feeling after the first podcast. And I hope I see that again. Is that we don't care enough to get inside of our future to, you know, do things that will change our future. We're just going to sit here and let everybody else make the laws um, and push political agendas, but we don't push any of our own. Just because all of us can't vote or we can't run for offices doesn't mean we can't push political agendas. doesn't mean we can't stand up and say, I want this, I want this, because if a million of us in Washington State stand up and say, we want this then the, our state government's going to have to listen. You know what I mean? So I encourage you, you know, get out there and state your opinion. Say, okay, we can't vote for Trump. But tell your parents, you can't vote for Trump. If you can't vote, tell your parents, don't vote for Trump. Tell them why. Tell them why you think we shouldn't vote for Trump. So I think that's going to wrap it up. I think I've, in, hopefully I've inspired you to to go to your parents, talk, talk to your parents about the presidential campaign. See if they're voting. And if they don't, if they say they're not voting, nag at it. Be like, why Why aren't you voting? Can you tell me why you're not voting? And really try and get their, you know, inspiration out of them to vote. To go do some research. To pick the candidate they want. If 98% of America said we wanted Trump, you know, I'd be okay. But it's the fact that so many people aren't voting and so many people are scared to vote. That really pisses me off. And it should piss you off too. Because nothing is going to get done. And nothing is going to change. If we don't be proactive about it. As a younger generation. That is all. Thank you. Oh, Here's a little side note. I'm planning to do this every Monday and Friday. Uh, don't hold me to that. That's kind of like, this is just the second episode. It's kind of like what I want. I want every Monday and Friday. Monday is covering the weekend. Friday is covering the week. Uh, if any events happen. And if not, I'll bring up a topic unique to the episode. I probably won't spend more than one episode on a topic. Unless, like, for example, um, this week if more police brutality happens, I'll probably cover it again and try to give a little more in-depth about it, you know. So I'm, I'm hoping to do a wide variety of topics and share my opinion about them, you know, 
all from legalizing weed all the way up to women's rights, you know, that type of a deal. Uh, you know, if, if you are friends with me, if you have contact with me and you want me to talk about a certain topic, go ahead and say like, hey, I want you to hit abortion. I want you to talk about abortion and everything to do with that. And I will gladly plan an episode out for that. And it does take me time to plan these episodes out. You know, I don't just get on and talk, although I tend to just talk a lot. I like to do a little bit of research before, so if you could tell me, you know, on a Wednesday, hey, this Friday, can you, can you talk about drugs? Be like, okay. And that'll come out with an episode about drugs. Uh, so I'm going to stop that at around 16 minutes like I did last time. Thank you for tuning in and hope to tune in on Friday as well. Thank you.